What's up, nieces and nephews? It is the Dope Auntie Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm your favorite dope auntie, Squish. And I have a special guest with me right now. Me. It's Gino. What's up, Internet? <laughs> he knows that I do a podcast now, and he has demanded that he be featured on my podcast and also on his Uncle Ezra's podcast. Um, shout out to Bleak Corner. Ezra and Bass God Cole. So, you know, make sure you check them out as well. And just know that Gino is um, trying to get on. So, make your arrangements, sirs. But you got anything else you want to say besides sticking your tongue out? (laughs) Okay. You stuck your tongue out. You got... Don't do that. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) I would just... I would just like to say thank you. I I've never been in a podcast before. I've I've seen I've seen um a lot of podcasts on um on YouTube videos and and things, but I've never done one in real life. Well, now you do one now, and maybe you can jump on and talk to your cousins and stuff, and um, you can jump on more often with me. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Gino. Well, I I love gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I I am mostly a a uh, an A an A and B student in in school. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we don't do nothing unless the honor roll over here, son. So I'm not gonna Um, I love to play basketball mm-hmm. with, with my friends outside. Um, and. And uh um and I and I love uh hanging out with friends um and I just um I love it's okay the- calm down right now you're yeah. just talking into the phone what and and um and <laughs> and uh, and uh, um I I do. I do watch uh watch YouTube videos a lot. I'm I'm more of a YouTube person. Um um <laughs> Tell them how yeah. old you are. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm nine. I'm nine and a half. Well, almost nine and a half. You're just on this nine and a half thing. Mom, mom I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nine and a half in, in like a week. So let me have the week. Thank you. I'm doing 38 much right now. Just let me have the week. Mm. Mm. So this is the kiddo, Gino, like he said. This is my pride and joy, my only baby. Mwah. That I love very dearly. Who yes. is um, you know, I did call him in here to do the podcast, but is your room clean though? Almost. Almost doesn't count. Mm. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost clean. Well, thank you for coming and talking to your cousins and for doing the podcast with me and stuff. Are you going to come and do it more often? Yep. Yep. And we could talk about some interesting stuff. And you can give your, your views on things. Yes. Okay? I want you to go finish cleaning your room, though, okay? Okay. All right. Say bye. Bye. I love you, Stink. Bye. So... That was y'all's cousin slash nephew, the Gino. Like I said, that's my pride and joy. That's my baby. And we don't do anything less than honor roll in this house. Got to keep the tradition going. So, but yeah, I just wanted to, um, you know, bring him on because 
a lot of y'all, you know, never really get a chance to speak to Gino or talk to him or anything like that. And I'm actually excited to have him sit in on a couple of podcasts because he wants to get into YouTube and he wants to get into that sort of thing, you know, while he's studying to be an engineer. And, um, you know, I think this will be a really good opportunity for him to get some exposure to, you know, what it is we do in these podcasts and stuff like that. It get his, get his feet wet a little bit. It never hurts to start a little early. So, but yeah. So, anywho, moving right along. Again, I want to thank everybody for joining me and for listening um, to the podcast. Thank you again for your support. Um, I did put an earlier version of this episode out earlier in the week. But the feedback that I had received was that there was some static in the recording and I opted to pull the episode down specifically because I'm a perfectionist, you know, like I try to be as close as perfect and give everybody, you know, a quality effort, um, you know, as, as, as often and as much as possible. And I just really felt like you all wouldn't be able to really get what I was saying if they're static every couple seconds. So I just pulled it. You know, sometimes there's going to be quality control issues. I'm, again, very, very new and very green to doing podcasts and, you know, producing a podcast, trying to learn how to edit things and, you know, working my way around this platform. So I do apologize to everybody who listened to the podcast and wasn't able to really hear what I had to say. And I apologize to folks who were looking forward to the podcast and to listening to it, but I had to pull it. And, you know, these things will happen. I understand it's a learning curve, but the Virgo in me will not allow that, <laughs> wouldn't allow me to just, you know, let that, that ride. So yeah, I, I do apologize for it, but we are back. We're back and, you know, hopefully everything will work itself out. I think I got the audio issues figured out, so we'll just keep it moving then. So I wanted to move into my auntie check-in. I just want to see how everybody is doing. It's the end of the week. It's Friday. Finally. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, praise the universe or the ancestors, whoever you pray to, if you pray to anyone. But just thank goodness it's Friday. It's been a very long week. Um, you know, it's been a long week for me. It's been a long week for some of my friends. So I just wanted to do a little check in. Um, you know, if you had a good week, if you had a good day. I want you to think about the five things the five, five things that were like the best part of your day or the best part of your week. Because, you know, you deserve a little bit of joy. You deserve to hold on to your joy going into the weekend. Um, if you had a bad week or a bad day, I want you to try to find a good in that day or in your week. And just give me, you don't even have to give me, but just sit down and think about one thing that went really well. Or just think about something that didn't go as bad as you thought it would. Um, you know, it's good to see, it's important to see, you know, the, the good and every, not everything, but try to see the good and the things that you can control and the things that you can't. And for the most part, you have control over how your week goes. Sometimes you just don't, sometimes shit just goes left and that's okay. But appreciating the good can help you deal with the bad whenever it comes up. So I want you to take some time and think about the good that happened. And if you had any challenges during the week and during the day, you know, I want you to sit down and think about those challenges and what you need 
in order to overcome those challenges. And if you just had an okay week or an okay day, that's all right. You can think about your challenges and what you can do to make your day better. And you can think about your, um, you can think about the, the best times of your week and of your day and take that with you into the weekend. So I just want you to take a little bit of time to do that. In the meantime, I will be right back after a quick break. All right, and we're back. Welcome back to the Dope Auntie Podcast. I am, again, your favorite Dope Auntie, Squish. And right now, I just wanted to jump into a subject that I addressed on a previous recording of this, and it's about the H&M controversy. So, as we already know, H&M released a um, photo ad campaign uh, featuring kids with messy hair. And there were kids with all ethnicities, with messy ponytails, messy hair. And there was a black girl featured with messy hair as well. And, of course, folks were in their entire bag because of how the little black girl's hair looked. Um, Her hair was in a ponytail, but it was a ponytail you could definitely, you definitely know for a fact that she had a really good time at recess at school (laughs) because her hair, all of the hair was messy around the ponytail. You know, it's a messy ponytail. You already know what I'm talking about. And, you know, folks all over social media, especially black folks especially black women had a lot to say about that picture now to be fair to be very very fair um when some people saw the picture they saw it way out of context and they popped off rightfully so I mean it's not like H&M has a really good history with our kids in their ad campaigns you know what I mean like of course, if I see something out of context involving H&M and a black child, I'm probably going to pop off before I know everything, too. Like, because they have a their terrible reputation with our kids precedes them. So, you know, any commentary, if you saw it out of context, like, please know and understand, like, there's a lot of us that understood that. That's very fair. Um, again, given the history. But my issue is the commentary that came after it was explained with the theme of the photo shoot was H&M released a statement saying that for this particular shoot, they asked that all of the models come straight to the shoot right after school. And they just took pictures of the kids as they looked right out of school and if you look at the pictures all of the kids look like they had a really good time at recess while they were in school like and even after it was explained that everybody everybody had messy hair there were still black folks in their bag mad as hell that this young black girl's hair had the nerve to not be and probe the fuck back 
or pulled into a ponytail so tight that she gets tight bumps around her forehead and in the back of her neck. That was honestly the gist of all of the commentary that I've seen. And it's like, everybody likes messy hair as long as the curl pattern is loose. And I'm not talking about like ratty, you know, tangled hair, but everybody likes that messy hair look. And it's adorable and attractive on certain skin tones, certain races, and definitely certain curl patterns. Anytime we see a person with type 4 hair and their edges aren't laid or their curls aren't defined or they don't have it braided back or put up into a, a into a, a to a fine apple or something then automatically a lot of folks just think that their hair is nappy and unkempt and that is a problem that is a really big issue that a lot of folks just need to unpack and personally I'm just like, at some point, we have to get this together as a collective. Um, by we, I mean black women when it comes to this. By and large, the majority of the, of the criticism that that little girl received, that I saw anyway, was from black women. Not from anybody else. I mean, there were a few black dudes here and there. But for the the most part, it was majority black women, not just dragging this little girl's hair, but dragging a little girl, dragging her parents, but definitely just dragging the fuck out of her hair. And I'm just like, any given Saturday, you as a black, little black girl, somebody's young black daughter... Your hair looked exactly like that when you got up out the bed. Or your daughter's hair looks like that when they get up out the bed. Or both of y'all's head still looks like that when you get up out the bed. Y'all are walking around the house with the same hair that this little girl has in the picture. And I'm just like, I hope y'all are not talking to your daughters the same way that y'all criticize this little black girl in the picture. And her hair. I hope you are not saying the mean things that you say in these comment sections to your children about their hair. Because if you are, you are doing a grave disservice to your child. Like a lot, it's it's bad enough being a black woman with our hair because for some reason, instead of it just being hair. Our hair ends up being a political statement, subject for debate, subject to laws, bullshit ass laws, subject to subject to, to job dress code policies and everything in between just because it's our hair and it doesn't look like Susan or Karen's hair is it's just the most ridiculous shit. So we already have a thing with our hair as adults. That started when we were kids, if we're going to be honest. Why would you continue to perpetuate that same cycle? Like, anybody with type 4 hair will tell you that when you have type 4 hair, 
the only thing your parents want to do for the most part or wanted to do was make sure it behaved in order to get it to behave you had to press it hot combs curling irons hell i don't know anybody my age that didn't have a just for me at some point in their childhood you know it's bad enough that we have to go through all of this stuff with our hair getting the perms getting the pressing irons and the stand the third being caught nappy headed because our curls are not defined having our parents rip our fucking hair out because they don't actually know how to come from the tip to the root because they don't really want to deal with our hair because it's so tightly coiled they don't know what the fuck to do with it except braid it except put it in these tight ass ponytails because a lot of us are still trying to unpack that eurocentric beauty standard that was put on all those back generations of black folks in order to conform we go through that i don't know a black person who didn't go through that at least not a black american i don't know anybody who didn't have to go through that maybe it's not it wasn't your childhood and if it wasn't praise i'm actually really happy for you because your edges had a chance but whatever so the fact that we go through all of this and we've internalized a lot of this so when we see a little girl with 4c hair whose hair is not even as messy as the other children in the photo shoot in the photo in the ad campaign her hair wasn't even as messy like some of those kids had hair all over their faces all over the place if we're really going to get in our bags about it her hair wasn't even that bad and y'all dragged this little girl's hair and said she need gel she need a brush she need a comb she need some bali she need beads she need this and that and a third and i'm like why why does she need all of that in her hair why because that makes you uncomfortable like y'all gotta unpack that there was that's a lot of projection to put on a young black girl that is a lot of projection you automatically look at hairstyles as type four or or bigger i guess we could say and y'all just automatically just think the worst of it like until i i started moving in some of these natural hair circles because that's a whole different conversation that we'll have on a different day but until i started moving in these circles i never had anybody or seen anybody praise type four hair and even in in some places a lot of people only praise type four hair if it's long so you know it it's just a lot of things that folks need to unpack when it comes to that to our uh, that type of curl pattern you know there was nothing wrong with that baby's hair like if they were going to do anything to it sure they could have brushed it i guess like it wouldn't go with the thing but i mean sure they could have brushed it or it could just let her be however oh she what she's like what 10 or be 10 like and the thing the real sad part about seeing all of the commentary all of the negativity was that it was the same shit that i saw a lot of black women say about blue ivy when she was a top little girl was like two three years old four years old and people are like starting petitions to get her hair done 
That was a real thing. Look that shit up. Like, people made fun of and dragged Blue Ivy for life all the way up until formation dropped. I ain't seen anybody come for Blue Ivy's hair since then. So, you know, and it, it is some bullshit that Beyonce even had to address that in a song. Because I'm not saying, I'm in no way saying, you know, idolize and, and, and support Beyonce because she's Beyonce and Beyonce's children just because they're Beyonce's children. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, Beyonce is a black woman and so is her daughter. Her daughter's a little black girl. And y'all dragged this little black girl for being three? Name a three-year-old whose hair is like in a ponytail or pushed back. Name a three-year-old whose hair looks the same way it does when you drop them off. Hell, name a person, period, with natural hair whose hair looks the exact same way it did when they left the house. I do twist outs. I do fine apples. I leave my hair in a fro. My hair never looks the same coming home as it did when I left out the house to go to work. Especially my twist outs. Like, I could never get a silk press because my shit going to revert back like that. Like, I, I don't even put heat on my hair. There's no point. My hair is going to curl and shrink right back the fuck on up. No matter how long I keep it stretched for. The next day is going to be a full inch shorter because my hair coils back. So... I don't know anybody who leaves the house with their hair looking one way and it's coming back the exact same way it was. And it's the same for this little black girl. And I just really think y'all, y'all need to unpack by y'all. I mean, black women, like there's just a lot of unpacking we still have to do about our hair. That didn't make any sense. And it really made me sad because I see a lot of us really trying to unpack and unify and, you know, um, really stick up and, and cover and protect each other. And it was just really sad to see how much farther we had to go. We have to go as far as our daughters. Like, oh, I can't even tell you how disgusted I was. I can't. Because um, that just, it was, it, was just, it was just so disheartening. It was just really, really disheartening. And I just want us to do better. Um, I'm really glad that H&M stepped in and explained the shoot and explained their motivation behind it. And I'm happy here for them taking a picture of that little black girl with 4C hair looking like she just came home from school and putting it out there because we need to see more of that. Like, I appreciate seeing black kids regardless of hair type or skin tone in media and print media on commercials on tv i love that but i love to see dark-skinned black girls with their natural hair out looking like it looking like a child as they should i love that our kids need to see that hell adults need to see that you need to get used to the fact that it's okay for women and girls with 4C hair to rock their hair naturally regardless of what can of, of what the conditions are or what the reasons are that little girl looked like she had a ball at recess Jim was lit for her that day okay 
And that's what she looks like. A 10-year-old kid who had a good day at school. And she just came home from school. And she about to just chill out. That's what she looks like. And that's okay. That should be that should be acceptable. That should be all right for us to see. So, yeah, we as black women on that, we really have to get that together. Because that was a mess. And I'm disappointed. I'm not, like I said, I, I don't blame anybody if they saw it out of context. But once the shit was explained to you, like, come the fuck on. <laughs> like, at some point, you have to get it together. 4C hair is just as beautiful as other hair types. Period. And we deserve to see little black girls and other black kids with 4C hair looking as natural and as confident and like children as they should. But that's just how I feel. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I had to say about that. I just, I just really hope that we can get it together. Like, I understand unpacking things is uncomfortable because... That means we have to face a lot of uncomfortable truths about how we were raised, what we were taught, what we've internalized, and what we in turn have been teaching other people and teaching our kids. It can be painful to deal with. I get it. It's a process. But it's something that our community needs to do on a lot of different levels. But this in particular like black women we really have to get that together excuse me because some of us are still very color struck and some of us are still very hair struck like texture struck i guess we can call that that's what we'll coin that texture struck pow a lot of folks are texture struck and you know it it just has to stop somewhere so i'm also happy to say that from what i understand Lil Sis is booked and busy and she has not really had to respond to a lot of the criticism of her picture because there's been such an outpouring of love and support from everybody and especially from black women who saw the importance of that picture and saw how dope that picture really was and felt the need to protect her. Or try to defend her and protect her. Like, we need we need a lot more of that. So, just unpack. Ladies cheering alone. Let them be 10. Let her be 10. Because, like, and watch what you say to your own kids. That's why you need to unpack. For real, for real. It's not just about this commercial. You need to unpack to make sure that you're not saying this same shit to your daughters. Or to your sons. Because it's, it's not a good look. Don't. Our, our job as parents is to make sure that we do better with our kids than our parents did with us. We, wanna, we want them to go farther, think better, move, make different moves and make better moves than we did. The first step is acknowledging the shit that you need to take care of in-house. And your very first thing as their parent is to make sure that you gas your kids. And make sure that your kids are confident in themselves and you know not arrogant I mean I guess you can raise your kid to be arrogant I wouldn't suggest it but I guess but you want your kids to be confident and proud in who they are how they look and that includes what their hair looks like grooming is important yes but do not have your child give your child a complex about their hair because their hair is not in a perfect ponytail 
or their 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 hair is not lined up as crisp as it could be. Like don't don't do that to your kids. You know, so that's just my two cents about it. Hopefully we will do better about that as a collective. So right now we're gonna take a small little break and I'll be right back with my final word. Welcome back to the The Glossy Podcast. Once again, I'm your favorite aunt, Squish. And I just want to give a little bit of levity to counterbalance a little bit of what we were talking about in a previous segment about the H&M controversy. Um, so y'all heard Gino earlier on the podcast, my pride and joy. <clears throat> However, I, uh, to my praying folk, I, I really need you to send a prayer for your girl because... Gina will be starting the trumpets next week for instrumental. And, um, yeah, I am still not prepared. I don't have any kind of soundproofing or (laughs) I don't have any soundproofing. I don't, I mean, I have some noise canceling headphones, but I don't know if they're going to work. But as a kid who had mad, piano lessons, computer lessons, ballet lessons, all of that. I definitely want to encourage my son to try this instrument and to try to, you know, learn how to be a musician. I fully support the arts. So I'm also like hella excited to see him try to play the trumpet. Now, I really feel like, you know, um, this is a good way to teach him responsibility and commitment and you know to to see things through to the end even if he doesn't like the trumpet at the end of the year i just want him to look back at the journey and see that you know he learned some things about it and you know that's what i really want for him to get out of this particular thing so all of that being said he already has a recorder y'all if I hear hot crust buns one more damn time out this recorder, I just, and Lori, he's bringing a trumpet. Uh, pray for me. <laughs> pray for me. Seriously, honestly, truly. Because y'all, I don't know if I could do it. Like, I have a little cousin who also played the trumpet a lot. And, um... If this is going to be a reprisal of that, I just, and I got to live with the child. Lord, just, just, just pray for me, y'all. Hopefully he won't be playing taps at the end of the year because my ears just, just went on a gone on a glory. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for him though. Gino is an exceptional child and I'm not just saying that as his parent, like he is he says things and I'm just like, whoo, he has, he has been here before and he didn't even want to learn the trumpet before he wanted to play guitar. So I'm just wondering where this change came from. He said it was, you know, it was just something he wanted to try, but my child is, he's a deep thinker already. So I know there's a method behind his madness somewhere. He has Aquarius in his chart. I believe he's an Aquarius moon. 
yeah, there's a method to his madness somewhere. I just, you know, hopefully it'll be more Mo Better Blues than Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> so, send a prayer for your girl. Also, it is Friday. As some of you have seen on Facebook last Friday, your girl got lit off the henny. I don't understand how y'all drink this shit straight. Like, nah. No, 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 no. I'm good. Um, I have my trusty, my trusty bottle of Crown Royal right now. And uh, it's about to get like that gift I made. Because I'm about to pour a, a little glass. And th- this is the lane I'm going to stay in forever. As long as they make Crown Vanilla. As long as they make Crown Period. But it's definitely Crown Vanilla. Because Hennessy makes you do weird things. I started to fucking wobble. <laughs> at the bar when, my, when we went with my sister for her birthday like if it was crown vanilla I probably would have bopped in my chair no Henny had me like oh wait a minute get in there no I'm good I'm cool <laughs> I'm cool girl I ain't trying to do all of that no Henny makes you do too much I'm good Henny is the devil like Nah, and it's just, it's really nasty. Like, at least the crown vanilla, I can drink regular crown straight. Crown vanilla, yeah. Like, if you can't drink crown vanilla, either you don't like vanilla, you don't like crown, or your taste buds are trash. One or the other or the other. But you can drink crown straight. How are y'all drinking Hennessy straight? Like, are y'all just slamming it down? Because I know y'all are not drinking it for the taste. Like, I know you're not. Nah. That shit tastes like brown Listerine. I better not get a cavity for the rest of the damn year. Like, I better not get a cavity for the rest of my life. Ever. Because that's an antiseptic for your ass. Like, how are y'all drinking this? And want to argue with me about it on Facebook. Like, this shit is disgusting. Why y'all like, when did y'all start drinking brown Listerine? I didn't even know they still sold brown Listerine. I was making a joke and I didn't even know they still sold it. Why are y'all buying brown Listerine? And mixing it with ginger ale. Why would you do that? I don't understand. Help help me figure it out. It is disgusting. And like I said, I'm out here doing a wobble. And some white dude named Klaus brought around for me, my sister, and her friend before my little sister showed up. And I tried to sip it straight. Mm-mm. But I will say, I will say, my little sister came and she ordered um, a Long Island iced tea. So I poured my shot of Henny in a Long Island iced tea because I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to slam this back anyway, but I can't slam it without a mixer. Um, I actually didn't need to slam it back. It was all right. That was all right. I ain't going to lie. Stanley's makes a good Long Island. And with the Hennessy, it wasn't bad. It was all right. I, I sipped that. I sipped it quickly, but I still sipped that. But no, I, I just, mm-mm. Hennessy made me feel 45 years old Saturday morning. I'm 34. Like, no, I'm 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 good on that. Like, I remember I got a headache and it felt like a hangover headache Friday night. I didn't even go to sleep. I wasn't even tired. I just got a headache out of nowhere. What did I drink though? Henny. Henny and water. Water's not giving me a headache. That's all I'm saying. I just nah, I don't understand how y'all drink that. It mm-mm. Y'all, y'all got every single piece of that. 
y'all can have it because it won't be me. But, <laughs> but yeah, last week it was really great. Shout out to my sister, Tiara. Um, it was her birthday and, you know, she enjoyed her weekend and I was glad I was able to share that time and that space with her. So I appreciate her. He's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo rising. So, of course, we have that, that connection. So I appreciate my sister for inviting me. It was late last week and I ain't going live, but no more Hennessy. That's dead. I'm good. But yeah. So Hennessy aside, I do once again just want to thank everybody for listening. Listening to me rant. Thank you for your patience with this episode. It we will attempt to not have this happen again. But again, I'm not perfect. This podcast isn't going to be perfect. So I just ask again that you be very patient with me and, you know, trust the process because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trusting the process because if it was up to me, I wouldn't, you know, I'd be full on panicking, but I'm just, this is a learning curve. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that, you know, um, you tune back in the next episode. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun episode, I think. So I will talk to y'all later because it is it's late and I need to get Gino together for tomorrow but you all take care I hope that you have a really great weekend and a good week upcoming and make sure you call your aunt call your mama call your grandmama but call your aunt if you can't talk to anybody else you always talk to auntie I will see you guys later I love you peace